This is Kyle's Comments for April 1st, 2016, episode 24, Rise and Be Healed. Hello everyone, welcome to Kyle's Comments, the podcast. Hope everybody is having a tremendous week. Well, it's kind of a good week here at uh, Casa de Kyle, Yukon. Sickness notwithstanding. Um, having to deal with a little bit of strep, not by me. No, Jeremy's kind of had some strep, so we've been kind of taking care of that, and I'm still trying to get over a cold. Of course, you won't hear me cough because I'll have parts of that edited out. Um, so, what do we got on the show this week? Well, I've got a Yukon's mess. Update about the missing money. Well, the 1.3 that all of a sudden went poof and everything. Uh, got an update on that. Also, in sports news, uh, OU in the Final Four. Of course, the kind of a reason for the title of the episode this week uh, for in honor of. Buddy Heald, one of the uh, the one of the main stars for the Sooners. Um, in uh, TV news this week, we a couple of uh, passings to uh, honor. Well, besides what you just heard in the open there, uh, the Waltons theme in honor of Earl Hamner, the creator of the Waltons, and also Falcon Crest. Uh, a couple of other TV legends have uh, passed away. And in the Oklahoma Media Roundup, uh, one more newscast in the bevy of newscasts to watch in the Oklahoma City Metro. And also, uh, a Tulsa Media Company is expanding down to southern Oklahoma. I'll tell you about that as well. First, all the ways you can contact me, you can reach me on email at... R-J-K-E-I-L-O-K at gmail.com Facebook, facebook.com slash R-J-Kyle Twitter, I am at R-J-Kyle R-J-K-E-I-L On Instagram, R-J-K-E-I-L-O-K I've got some pictures uh, some pictures up from uh, Easter at uh, my church, Christ Church and the written blog R-J-K-E-I-L-O-K dot blogspot.com um, I did want to mention a couple of things before we uh, get the ball rolling on today's episode. Um, last week at the uh, Community Coffee, and I go to, as I said, I go to Community Coffees every Friday morning. Yukon uh, Chamber of Commerce puts it on at uh, various businesses around the city. And it was announced that um, our, the CEO of the Yukon Chamber... Uh, Kinley Ferris, she oh well, she has been she had been battling cancer before and has you know, three times before and has beaten it each time. She's going to have to battle it a fourth time now. So uh, our thoughts and prayers go with her and her family and 
everybody and uh, just say keep fighting girl uh, good luck to you keep uh, keep fighting also for like I said another before we get to the meat of the meat of the podcast I've been reminding you about uh, Kathy Armstrong her new book The Edge of Nowhere is out and she will be having book signings <clears throat> around the area uh, first off is starting Saturday at the Pioneer Woman Museum in Ponca City. Again, it has nothing to do with free drumming. Um, at, uh, from 2 to 4. And at the library in Bartlesville, uh, Sunday she'll be at Barnes & Noble in uh, Woodland Hills in Tulsa. Uh, Monday night she'll be at the Barnes & Noble in Norman. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, at the Mabel C. Fry, Bur- Mabel C. Fry Library here in Yukon. And uh, the next morning, she'll have a uh, presentation at Yukon High School and at uh, Southwestern in Weatherford that night and some other areas. Um, John United Methodist Church, Barnes & Noble at Quail Springs Mall, El Reno High School, and... Uh, talking with the U.S. Cavalry Association at Fort Reno next Saturday. So, she has a power pack week ahead, and uh, hopefully I can get some pictures up for Instagram, and I'll talk about it, hopefully talk about it on the next podcast. So, with that in mind, we'll go into news and views and talk about Yukon's mess and we'll do that right after this. Welcome back to Kyle's Comments Podcast. I am Robert Kyle. It is our news and views section for this week, and uh, right now we have an update on Yukon's mess, uh, where we, if you missed the episode last week, uh, we talked about the fact that for some weird reason, besides the budget crisis that's going on statewide, the city of Yukon has all of a sudden found out that $1.3 million dollars has disappeared and trying to find out where all that's going. Um, at time, none, at the time, nobody from the city of Yukon was uh, talking about it on record. However, this Tuesday, this past Tuesday, the uh, Yukon City Council met and it was in, talking about it in great deal. Uh, of course, as you know, they have a forensic accountant, which means they're like Abby Shuto, only we're dealing with money, not crime scenes. At least not yet, anyway. Um, among the things that may have been bought with the $1.3 million or 600000 bucks worth of uh, trash cans, polycarts. And maybe some police cars. And the fact that some employees 
were directed to go against city ordinance in getting those items because up into uh, anything over a certain amount, you have to open up bids for it. And apparently that was not the case. So, and the, the mayor of Yukon, John Alberts, was addressing that uh, this week. And even at one point when um, he was interviewed by uh, Steve Shaw of News 9, the guy who can bring the snark when he needs to, um, Albert's choked up, as in starting to cry. Uh, you would be too if all of a sudden 1.3 million decided to go poof. And, well, with some help. Uh, and you had to find out, you know, okay, where it is, where where it's been going, and everything. So, and even, and even on the ne- and even the next day, the uh, unions for both the Yukon Police and Yukon Fire Department were gathered were in a closed door meeting to discuss what ramifications there might be, and hopefully there won't be none as far as them, because as far as we haven't had any direct dealings with Yukon PD or Yukon Fire, but as far as we know, the, you know, they, well, I haven't personally, Jeremy had to deal with them with the accident, but uh, Yukon PD and Hopefully, no layoffs with either one of those two uh, organizations, for lack of a better phrase. So, anyway, uh, hopefully everything, and if there happens to be criminal charges, ooh, you, you know, somebody's, somebody's butt's going to be in a noose. Somebody gonna be experiencing some real, <laughs> real hard, real hard labor. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, that's the latest on Yukon's mess. And if any more news comes out about that, we'll definitely have it in here on the podcast. Uh, for our comprehensive coverage, you probably will get somewhere else, like the Yukon Review. That is it on news and views. I know that's a quick segment, but that's. The main thing that's been going on, the main thing that I don't really pay attention about. Uh, all the other big elephants in the room, as I've stated before, not my cup of tea on this podcast. Um, but anyway, that's it on news and views for right now. Uh, we'll have sports news when we come back, including Buddy. And the boys in Houston for the Final Four. Back in a minute. Now, if I had the song, if I had the music here, I would be playing Larry Gatlin's Houston instead of the CBS broadcast uh, basketball theme, because that would probably be a little bit more, 
appropriate. Uh, sports news time on to Kyle's comments. And yes, it is Final Four weekend in Houston uh, with the Sooners taking on Villanova on the first game and Syracuse taking on North Carolina in the second game. Uh, and something different on the broadcast this year. For the first time ever, uh, both the Final Four and the National Championship game will be played uh, will be broadcast on TBS, which means I'll probably have to find a sports bar or something. Um, and also for this year, uh, there will be somebody different singing "One Shining Moment" to to put a wrap up on the NCAA tournament coverage. Usually, at uh, first, it was the guy who wrote it, David Barrett, sang it there for a while. And then uh, Teddy Pendergrass had a version. It played for a few years. Then Luther Vandross had it. Uh, Luther Vandross, probably the more famous version of it. Uh, Jennifer Hudson did one, but it's it not good because it, it was mainly about her, not the self, but anyway. And CBS and Turner this year decided to have a new artist do it. I wouldn't be surprised, of course it's just me, <clears throat> if uh, Pentatonix did it. That would be that would be awesome if uh, Pentatonix did one shining moment. And if you've heard Pentatonix, you know what I'm talking about. They are good. Uh, of course, like I said, I'll have to find out who... We'll find out who do it, who's doing it on Monday, probably Monday night when the coverage wraps up. But um, again, uh, Sooners and Villanova are the first game. Uh, Tip-offs just after five o'clock, ten after five. Um, and of course, previous years CBS and Turner have uh, done something interesting with the at the Final Four. Not only do you have the regular broadcast, which again would be on TBS this year with Jim Nance and Bill Raftery and Grant Hill and Tracy Wolfson, the regular national broadcast, but the individual teams have their own little channel with uh, Team Street. And OU's this year, since this year, OU's will be uh, Chad McKee. Uh, former Sooner guard Eduardo Nahara and Jessica Cudi. And this is kind of a six degree or, yeah, six degree of separation thing. Cudi, uh, Jessica Cudi, Chad McKee, and Toby Rowland, who's doing the call on radio for the Sooner, Sooner Sports Network, all work together at News 9 under Dean Blevins. So you know he's going to be one proud papa. So... Personally, I would rather hear the OU broadcast, the OU team stream, watch the OU team stream game, because, one, it's the Sooners. And, two, hopefully it will be an entertaining game and Sooners will go to the national championship. Um, again, that's coming up on Saturday. And also kind of the reason why this episode is titled Rise and be healed. It's kind of my play on 
something in the old in the old church and plus buddy heel suitors. Um, that's about it. Oh, uh, Major League Baseball starts this week. Uh, probably here's a new intro for that. Next week's thing about sports news. I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Of course, my baseball team's the Rangers. You know, one well, couple of baseball teams: um, Texas Rangers and the Atlanta Braves. So. I'm, and everything, and the Thunder still plugging along, ready for the playoffs. Thunder up, baby. Alright, that's it on sports news. When we come back, some TV news and uh, news from the Oklahoma Media Roundup. Stick around. Welcome back to Kyle's Comments. I'm Robert Kyle, and it's kind of been a sad weekend uh, for television. Um, as you need, like I said, I played the Waltons theme at the top of the show to honor the memory of Earl Hamner, who created the Waltons, uh, wrote the book. Well, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, the Waltons was based on a book called Spencer's Mountain. Uh, and that was a movie in itself that had you know, evolved into the TV series, The Waltons. Uh, Earl Hamner had a hand in that, and he passed away this past week at the ripe old age of 92. So he lived a good long life. Uh, he also created the CBS series Falcon Crest, which ran back in the 80s. Go up along with Dallas and all of them. Um, Also this past week, a couple of legendary TV actors uh, passed on. Patty Duke. Uh, you might remember the Patty Duke show where she played ident- played herself and her identical cousin. Uh, you'll probably have the theme stuck in your head now. Um, also played, her, her landmark role was playing Helen Keller in the movie adaptation of The Miracle Worker. Um... And also, uh, the mom of Sean Astin. Uh, she passed away at the age of 69. Also championed uh, ca- awareness for bipolar or manic depression or whatever. Anyway, she passed away at the age of 69. Uh, also passed away, uh, Ken Howard, best known as being the coach on CBS series The White Shadow back in the 80s. Um, and also the president of <clears throat> the Screen Actors Guild and, well, SAG after Screen Actors Guild and American Federation of Television Radio Artists. Uh, he passed away at the age of 71. And... Well, Fox Sports 1, as of the recording being put up, sorry, passed, 
but they were airing in marathon of the White Shadow uh, in honor of, in memory of Ken Howard. So, that was some big TV news nationally. Um, going into the Oklahoma Media Roundup, um, first of all, this is kind of an interesting development. Um, I've always long wondered why um, KOCO got rid of their 12 noon newscast because they had a newscast at noon for the longest time, you know, to rival the other two stations. Um, then they dropped it for CBS or ABC programming. I forgot ABC affiliate. Um, now KOCO, as it's starting Monday, is adding a 9 a.m. newscast. So they're kind of doing something in the midday. I figured they would launch it at 11 because their previous uh, programming that they've had on at 11 a.m. is canceled. And needed something to figure that out. So... Uh, they're doing a newscast at 9 a.m. Uh, to go up against Michael and Kelly and Michael and Living Oklahoma on Fox and uh, Third Hour of Today. But uh, anyway, it'll be anchored by Ariel, Abigail, Ariel Reshef, Abigail Ogle, and uh, meteorologist Brad Souter, uh, same ones who do the mornings. And like I said, that'll be starting on Monday. Now, in radio news this week, uh, Stevens Media, who has uh, who owns uh, Tulsa Christian uh, radio legend KX, KXOJ and uh, Tulsa's uh, Sports Animal and a couple other stations, 94.1 Debris. Uh, they are expanding their little operation into Ardmore, Oklahoma. And they purchased the stations formerly owned by LKCM Radio. Uh, that is, their stations are uh, 95.7 KKAJ, 107.1 KYNZ Classic Hits, uh, better known as GTO 107. Um, 1970X, the rock, uh, rock station, and uh, 1240 KVSO. So, of course, FCC approval, get all the T's crossed and I's dotted before it becomes official. But that's. And like I said, it'll uh, be the Ardmore, Ardmore branch of Stevens Media. I'm sure they'll probably. Tie it in some way with, or at least 1240 anyway, tie it in with uh, the sports animal and whatever else. So anyway, congrats to <coughs> Stevens for expanding down into Ardmore. And also, speaking of expansion, I just saw this uh, 
not too long ago. Uh, the House FM, Christian radio station based out of Ponca City, has a station here in Oklahoma City, uh, station out west out in the Clinton area. Uh, they are expanding down into Lawton. Uh, don't know if they're buying an existing station or building a new signal or whatever, but they're expanding down into the Lawton area. So, anyway, that's about it with that on Oklahoma Media News. Uh, the OAB, I mentioned in a previous podcast, the Oklahoma Association of Broadcasters um, Awards are coming up this week. And they'll be rec- officially recognizing the uh, winners of all the categories and everything. So... Uh, Good luck to all the stations at the Oklahoma Association of Broadcasters. And that is it for the uh, podcast for this week. I know it's kind of a little subdued voice. Like I said, my brother's here and he's been recuperating, so I'm going to get this in as much as possible. Anyway, uh, again, why you should contact me via email. rjkeilok at gmail.com. Facebook, facebook.com slash rjkeil. Twitter. At R-J-K-E-I-L. Instagram, R-J-K-E-I-L-O-K. Written blog. <clears throat> R-J-K-E-I-L-O-K.blogspot.com. Um, that is it for this week. Again, if any more news comes out on Yukon's mess, the uh, budget crisis, the missing money, I'll definitely have it for you on here. Uh, as well as any other news that comes out of this fair city of Utah. Until next time, I'm Robert Kyle, and I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>